the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Uh, we had a 15-year-old shot and killed Friday night on the uh, near east side of Columbus. Darian Draper Robinson uh, died on Saturday afternoon, but he was shot Friday night in the 1200 block of Atchison Street. No suspects at this point in time, and police have not disclosed how many times uh, young Mr. Robinson was shot. Uh, yet another young life in Columbus snuffed out before its time because of the violence on our streets that is all too routine. There is uh, nothing routine about a president taking a multi-million dollar bribe from a foreign country, and that is what the Biden White House is desperately trying to hide. That is why they are working so hard to keep Hunter Biden from being charged with anything. I don't. I, I was going to say found guilty. Do you realize all the stuff on the laptop from hell that we were told was Russian disinformation that has since been verified by, well, pick an organization, even the wokest ones, CBS, New York Times, Washington Post, on and on and on. They all verified it, that it is legit. In fact, so many revelations from that laptop have come forward, not the least of which in terms of significance was the announcement a week or 10 days ago that on the day the Department of Justice told Twitter, oh, hold up on letting that New York Post story about the Hunter Biden laptop go viral because it might be Russian disinformation. On that very day, the Department of Justice and the FBI knew that it was not Russian disinformation and that it was legitimately Hunter Biden's. There are many crimes on that laptop. There's sex trafficking. There's drug use. There's evidence of him violating federal law by signing a gun form while he was a drug addict. And yet, when Hunter Biden walked out of court last week to plead to two misdemeanor tax charges and enter a diversion program for the federal gun crime, uh, you might have noticed that there was uh, no indictment read in court. Now, it's very odd to go to court without being formally charged with something because the way it works for everyone not named Hunter Biden is that if you decline the plea deal, guess what? You revert back to where the original charges were and you have to defend yourself on those. But there are no charges against Hunter Biden. So they have 30 days to work this out. Now, what Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's former business partner, will tell people today in Washington, D.C., is anyone's guess, but here's Byron York explaining what perhaps might happen. It could be really, really big, uh, and, and this is the reason why. I think we've established beyond any doubt that Hunter Biden engaged in a lot of uh, sh- questionable business deals with shady foreign partners that made him millions 
of dollars trading on his father's name. I think that's just in the public record. You saw some of that in the plea agreement that Hunter Biden was prepared to actually plead guilty to. So, so we've seen that. What we have not been able to see is any real connection uh, between uh, those business dealings and Joe Biden. And that's where Hunter, uh, excuse me, Devin Archer comes in. Because if the reports are correct, uh, he's prepared to testify that on a number of occasions, maybe dozens of occasions, when Hunter Biden was with some of those foreign businessmen overseas, Hunter Biden would call up his father, put him on speakerphone, and introduce him. Here's my friend Vadim. Uh, and Joe Biden would exchange pleasantries with that person. So if, if that's true, that's a direct connection. Yeah, and that's what the Democrats keep telling us there is. There's no connection to Joe Biden. No connection. They are willfully blind to the obvious fact that Hunter Biden is on the Burisma board only because his father was the vice president of the United States. That's the only reason. They don't want to admit that he rode to China on Air Force Two with Joe Biden. They don't want to admit that Biden's oft-stated denials and never had a word, never spoke a word, didn't know anything about, never took a red cent. Those are all very definitive statements because Joe Biden, hopefully to his detriment, is a colossal braggart and a, what's the way the Democratic media phrases it? He's a serial fabulist. Boy, there's no nicer way to say a guy is a congenital liar than to say he is a serial fabulist. Yeah. They meet exactly the same definition. Liar, unrepentant, congenital liar, or serial fabulist. One and the same. One sounds nicer. They are both the same. No one has followed this story, broken more news out of this story than Miranda Devine, New York Post. Here she is on what Devin Archer may know. I think he knows quite a lot because he was, uh, as Hunter Biden described him himself, um, Hunter's best friend in business. Uh, Hunter Biden even at one point said, you know, you're, you're family, you're part of one of the great families, the Biden family, and we will never abandon you. Um, and he was there uh, witnessing when Hunter Biden would put his father on speakerphone up to two dozen times uh, during business meetings with these overseas, uh, you know, benefactors, these oligarchs and other shady characters. And he was also at uh, two dinners at Cafe Milano in Georgetown at which Hunter Biden introduced his father to his overseas business partners. We reported on one from April 16, 2015, and Joe Biden denied initially that he had met the Ukrainian uh, business partner, but uh, later the White House, after the election, admitted our reporting, which was that he went to this dinner, sat down and had dinner with uh, Hunter's business partners from Ukraine, from Russia and from Kazakhstan. These were people who had given uh, the Bidens millions of dollars and they were sitting in a private room at Cafe Milano. So I think Devin Archer will be able to flesh out exactly what was said uh, if anything, during those meetings. I don't think Joe Biden said anything that you could pin on him. He, he's too clever for that. And that will be where Democrats will focus. Oh, sure, they had dinner. I know, they had grip and grin photographs taken. Yeah, they played golf together. And Okay, so he got on the phone with these people. What, is Joe Biden not allowed to go to dinner with his son? Is Joe Biden not allowed to be nice to Hunter Biden's friends? There's no direct connection between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Oh, 
okay, so he had keys to the same office building. That doesn't prove anything. Well, it doesn't prove anything if you're not going to admit that it proves something or that it proves a connection or that it proves that Joe Biden lied when he said he didn't know anything about it. See, as more evidence comes out and as more pieces in this puzzle fit together, if you are waiting for a Democrat to break ranks, if you are waiting for the attitude that prevailed during Watergate, or even during Clinton's affair with Monica Lewinsky, if you were waiting for someone in the Democratic Party, with Nixon it was the Republican Party, but if you were waiting for someone in the party that opposes the president's political party, if you were looking for someone to, in this instance, do the right thing, well, forget it. That is not going to happen. I was thinking about this this morning. It's interesting. A red state is a state that leans Republican. A blue state is a state that's dominated by Democrats. Our flag is red, white, and blue. And I was thinking about the oddity of we have a flag with a lot of red on it. We have a flag with a lot of blue on it. And we have a flag with a lot of white on it. And white, when you think about white, white's connotation is that it is pristine, that it is uncorrupted, and that if we can't get to a country where red Republican and blue Democrat are governed by, first and foremost, truth, honor, character, integrity, purity, if we become so allied to our ideology rather than to truth, then what we have believed our country is capable of, where red and blue coexist together and we prioritize truth, purity, character, integrity, then we're done. We're done. We're doomed. And I fear we're there. I really do. Given what I've seen from the Democrats in this matter. So in my thoughts this morning, uh, as our little dog woke me up at 5.30 to go outside, nature called him an hour before I would have preferred it, I was thinking about red America, blue America, and how do we unite those two? And I thought, well, we have red, white, and blue on the flag. White, could white unite the red and the blue? White standing for what it's always been kind of tied to is if something is pristine white, it is uh, uncorrupted. It is pure. It is um, it is true. It is uh, real. And I'm not making a complaint that white is better than black or anything racial. I'm just talking in general terms. White is considered to be, you know, something that is clean, pure, good, wholesome. And that is the truth. The truth is clean, is wholesome, is pure, is uncorrupted. And we have two political parties, not just one, we have two, that cannot tell the truth now. They cannot tell the truth. Neither party can tell the truth. The Democrats are better (laughs) and bolder at not telling the truth, but we have a lot of people on the Republican side that don't tell the truth either. And when I see polls like came out this morning from the New York Times where 
Donald Trump has like, what was it, 54 percent of the vote and DeSantis is well below 20. Um, the Trump phenomenon continues to rage and dominate as the Republican primary. It's it's unfolding. I wouldn't say it's building. It's not building because, you know, we should have a willingness to listen to all kinds of uh, perspectives and insights and pick the best candidate. Instead, Trump has tapped into this American pride that many of his followers, and you just have to look at the video from his rally on uh, the weekend in Erie, Pennsylvania, to see most of his followers are, are baby boomers. They're people who grew up when that unification between red America and blue America, Democrats and Republicans, when an allegiance to the truth over everything else, an allegiance to what is right, fair, honest, trumped, for lack of a better term, or superseded political ideology. Now it's the other way around. It just is. And we're not going to be able to live up to the kind of country we were founded to be, the kind of country we're capable of being, if we continue to, both political parties, de-emphasize truth because, well, we got to win. We got to win in this case. I keep waiting for Democrats, one of them, some of them, any of them, to say, this is a really bad thing that we have a president who may have taken a $5 million bribe from a foreign government. I, as a Democrat, am curious. I'm talking, you know, in character. I'm not a Democrat. I, as a Democrat, am concerned that our president is undeniably wealthy and that his background, his career in politics does not mesh with the kind of wealth that he has. I would like answers to that. I would like answers as to what he was doing with his son and on behalf of his son, and why he used to say that he never spoke to his son about his foreign business dealings, which was always clearly a lie. And now I have his spokesperson at the White House saying, no, we've answered this a million times. And I've said he was never in business with his son. No, that's not what you said. I would like that lie explained. I would like to know. I would like an explanation from the president. You know, better yet, what I would love, I would love the president to like, get off his beach chair and submit to questions from the media about him saying in a presidential debate that neither he nor his son had taken a penny from China. And then his son admitting under oath in court that he took $665,000 from China. I would like the president to explain that. I would like the president to come out and answer questions. I'm waiting for a Democrat to say that. No Democrat has come out, and I dare say will come out and explain that. I cannot, in fact fathom anything other than, and I'm not sure this would do it, the tapes that supposedly exist between the head of Burisma and Joe Biden, the tapes that are are raised as as possibly existing, where Joe Biden is caught on tape getting a $5 million bribe from this guy in Ukraine. I can't imagine anything short of, and again, I'm not even sure this would do it, If we hear Joe Biden on tape saying, well, it's going to cost you $5 million for me to get this prosecutor fired. I'll get the prosecutor fired. You give me $5 million and you give Hunter $5 million. Hey, I doubt that 
clear admission of guilt by Joe Biden exists. And B, I honestly doubt if we heard that, if you would hear Democrats go, okay, we got to cut ties with this guy. Okay, this guy's guilty. We can't have our president or our vice president at the time or a former vice president, whenever the timing was, we can't have him taking this money. Instead, what I would hear is, well, that's not Joe Biden. Well, this is not proof. You're going to trust a, I mean, AI. There's a million different ways they could go down and question the validity of that tape, if that tape exists and if we ever hear it. But on the other side of the aisle, I will fully stipulate that Donald Trump is being hounded unfairly by the Department of Justice. I will, I, th- that is obvious to anyone. But also, it must also be obvious to you that he brought a lot of this on himself by refusing to turn over documents that he had in Florida that he just didn't want to give up because they were asking for. Okay? That's just, I can admit that. I can admit that. I don't understand why most Trump fans cannot admit that. And the fact that many of them cannot and will not admit that damages what we say is our commitment to truth over partisanship, over politics. I want to win the presidency. I don't want to have to compromise my ideals to win the presidency. That's is why it angers me when I hear Nancy Mace from South Carolina and Tim Scott from South Carolina, when I hear any politician say, I'm pro-life, but no, then you're not pro-life. If you have to say, but I'd rather lose knowing that I stood up for my integrity and my ideals and uh, that I stood up for things that are right and true, then I would prefer to win having made some kind of ethical compromise. Because here's the deal. It's not fun losing. It's not fun being subjected to this kind of autocratic rule by Democrats. It's hard being persecuted. You know what's worse than being persecuted? Betraying yourself. That's worse. It just is. Because you can look in the mirror when you're being persecuted. It's harder to look in the mirror when you've betrayed your own ideals. That's not a fun glance right there. When you say, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Because the first betrayal is the hardest one, and the second one is always easier. And you may make the first one and think, this will be it. I'll stop now. No, you won't. You won't. So, I hope we get to a point in our country where truth, character, purity, honesty matter. We're not there right now. And it's a hard road back because we've made that compromise so often. We've traveled very far afield from where we must be. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.